recording. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm the sneeze that just doesn't want to happen, Willem van der Merwe. And I am Rissa Gortabane. And welcome to Never Call Cut Podcast. Yay! Woo! Episode 4. Yup. So, Willem. Yes, Sega. What have you watched in the past week? What have I watched? Well, in the preparation for uh, this uh, particular subject that we're gonna do today, I watched a movie called Ruben Brand Collector, and while watching it, I realized that I wouldn't really count it as a ice movie, so I decided to uh, talk about it now. And it actually has all of the normal things that you would think uh, fall part of the heist movie genre, but it, it just didn't have that whole planning part uh, in the beginning like before the heist it, it was just basically a constant stream of heists and it's basically about a guy who has uh, nightmares about certain pieces of art yeah uh, so then he uh, and he has is like friends or is uh, a psychiatrist for a lot of uh, criminals then the criminals decide to go and heist uh, steal these paintings uh, to help him with his nightmares and it's a really interesting animation movie uh, really great art style, really weird looking. A lot of the character designs are inhuman, like some of the people would have uh, three eyes or two-dimensional or just look strange. And it seems like it's just done for artistic reasons, except for the one where it is part of his uh, thieving technique. But a really fun movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. And, I mean, it, it it does count as a heist movie. I just don't really have enough to say about it because I was somewhat tired while watching it, so I didn't pay too much attention. Ooh. Yeah, the cardinal sin. Ooh, villain, villain, villain. But a really fun movie, and I really recommend it to people who love more mature animation. Uh, that is now animation not directly geared towards children all right cool yes and what did you watch i watched some heist movies you know oceans 11 uh, and uh and uh, an italian job some good movies but we'll talk about those later i also started watching haiku the the uh the anime the volleyball anime the volleyball anime man that's a that's a great show uh Anime continues to be able to dramatize whatever it much wants. Every, yeah, <laughs> literally whatever subject matter it chooses. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm only like, what am I, like 11 episodes in? But yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah, it's also, a yeah. fun show and it really, uh, it's able to hype up a lot of its moments. Yeah. Yeah. also started watching Tennis. It's not movies or series, but... Oh, Tennis, I, I, not Tenet. No, Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, also very interesting. Yeah. Oh, what's the character arcs like in, in Tennis? Oh, it's actually very, very interesting stuff, but I can't get into it now. Way too many characters. I'm actually surprised at how they balance it all out. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty amazing. It's pretty yeah. realistic. I find it quite grounded. Okay, but, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> Uh, anything else you wanted to... Um, over this weekend, I watched a couple of the Harry Potter movies. 
Okay. The intention was to marathon all of them, but then ended up only watching three. <laughs> all right. Who are you with? A friend. And we wanted to watch Harry Potter, but then I haven't seen this friend in quite a while. So then every time we we just kept on pausing and talking about other stuff, and it uh, was not a successful uh, marathon. Uh, marathon. <laughs> but yeah, Harry Potter. I still have the same opinion on it. Um, it's fun but not the best movies and i feel like i would have cared more for it if i actually watched it when i was younger what made you want to watch harry potter my friend wanted to watch it who's the friend why do you care nobody listens kids i why are you so defensive no i'm just (laughs) no it's a no i'm just saying it's saying the friend's name is it's it's not for a podcast give them a shout out okay uh, 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 shout out to to you, Andre. Woo! Woo. Shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now uh, is that is that all? Is there anything else that you wanted to say about Harry Potter uh, and how you hate it? I mean, do you have something to say about it? About what? I'm not the one who watched it. Yeah, you yeah. haven't watched it, but you have uh, recently. But you have seen it. So, anything you want to get off your chest about it? No. Oh, okay. Um, I realized that I uh, said Snape's name wrong the whole time. For some reason, I always remembered it as Sirius, but it's Severus. Yeah. So that's fun. I uh, thought there was two characters in Harry Potter called Sirius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now now I know my thinking process the, was flawed. The errors of the error of your ways. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess we can get on with the the main topic of this week's podcast. Hmm. Considering we never got around to watching the last episode of WandaVision. Oh yeah, we haven't watched it, huh? Yeah. Gonna talk about that last episode in the next podcast then. Yep. Which is not gonna be recorded tomorrow, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, no ways, we would never. Why would we record podcasts back to back if like they're weeks apart yeah yeah that's not that doesn't make any sense yeah but totally absurd i don't even know why i mentioned it yeah you're you're crazy you continue to be crazy absolute mad lad wild (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh so the the topic for this actually you can do the you can do the intro oh am i doing uh, you always do the intros oh am i the intro guy now um Okay, so the topic for this week is heist movies. Heist heist movies, fun fun movies, great, always a fun time. So, what are your thoughts on heist movies? I love heist movies. Heist movies are some of the best movies ever. I, I, they, they're, they're very rarely not some kind of fun. Like, I've never, I don't think I've watched a movie that includes a heist in it that that's what that I haven't enjoyed that you can think of now because I'm sure there are a couple that aren't good that you didn't enjoy that you just Mm-mm. wiped from memory or did you go through a lot of net lists and stuff to make sure yep not that I remember man I've, I've I think pretty sure I've enjoyed every every heist related movie I've ever watched it's like spy movies but not for good although spies i guess don't also always do good things but anyway the point is i really like heist movies man yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, thank and you, you for listening to our podcast. Oh, that is wow. our opinion on heist movies. You have to say your opinion on heist movies, Mr. Oh, That's yeah. our opinion. They're cool. I enjoy them as well. I mostly have the same opinion as you, as in, from what I remember, most heist movies I've seen, I always end up enjoying, or, yeah, usually end up enjoying, let's say, because I don't want to say that definitively, because I, I'm not 100% sure. But yes, it's usually just pretty fun and even the more serious ones are always interesting and I always end up enjoying them at least enough to say that I enjoyed them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's, that's a great breakdown, man. Um, This is a spoiler warning. We're going to be talking about the details of these heist movies, by the way. (laughs) Um, So, Willem. Yes. What do you think makes a good heist movie? Well, um, I would say a a key factor is interesting characters. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was was my number one also. Nice. Continue. (laughs) Um, Oh, continue. Not going to talk about the interesting character. No, I'm saying continue with the interesting characters. Oh, oh, okay. I misread your continue there. Um, Okay, yes. It's just uh, because most of the heist movie is about the characters it's the characters planning the heist it's the characters this interaction with each other it's and all of the banter surrounding that and that just with i mean like with most movies terrible characters end up being a boring movie yeah and especially with a movie where actually most of the movie uh, Running time with a with a formulaic uh, or the generic heist movie uh, outline is most of the mo- movie is the planning of the said heist, and there's not really a lot of action going on with planning. So you need to have fun, interesting characters to carry the uh, the movie up until the exciting heist part of the movie. I, I, it depends on what kind of what kind of heist movie because a lot of heist movies have a lot of action in the actual planning sequence too. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I was just saying now, kind of like the generic like uh, cookie cutter heist template because it. I don't know. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know because I feel like most of the heist movies that I've seen include a, vi- a visual representation of the of the heist while they're planning it. True, true. I, I'm just saying I wouldn't. I I, I agree on all your character, actual points about the character. I'm just saying I don't agree that the planning part isn't part of the action. Cause oh no, it definitely is. Uh, yeah. Let Let's just say to my yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I can't um, defend my stance there really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you you your opinion trumps mine there. <laughs> Uh yeah okay so for the for the heist movie I agree on the on the whole character thing I think like the um like the who done it the heist movie because like with the who done it you you have a range of very kind of specific characters and it almost defines the genre like a who done it without weird characters kind of is like 
Like, why are you doing it then? If you're doing like the the formula, the formula, formulaic, whatever. And a big part of the heist movie is the whole recruiting the team of crazy guys who are gonna go and do this thing now. <laughs> so I think uh, I think having characters that can play off each other and that are have their own weird quirks and that sort of thing is a very a very important part of a good heist movie. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. So what else makes a good heist movie, though? Well, I will ask you this time. Since no, I... no, no. We can just go you, me, you, me, you, me the whole time. It's fine. Oh, oh, and yours was the same one. Okay. Yeah. I would say um, the heist itself uh, should a lot of times be an interesting heist, kind of make you think, oh, how will they manage to pull this one off? Yep. Yes, and it's because of this reason that I uh, ended up saying that Ruben Brand Collector is not part of this, uh, my discussion on this, because in that movie, the heist just kind of happened. It's not, nothing about, it is the planning, it's just them taking the the thing, and it's no, not really a problem for them to be able to get the art pieces. Mm. So I wouldn't say that this point is a necessity, uh, but it definitely helps the movie if the heist itself is a interesting one or a difficult one at that. Yeah, yeah, I I fully agree. I have a point similar to that. It's not it's not that exact point, but I I had said that a decent heist movie should have some uh, the heist that has to include either an outrageous stunt or a high level of cleverness in it. Okay, let me just quickly uh, jump in here because yeah. that's kind of p- uh, part of one of my points, which uh, says uh, fun, it, it, well, it's fun, and then in brackets, uh, set pieces, etc. So, yeah. set piece, uh, so, yeah. So my point there to add is, has to have fun or uh, big scale set pieces or fun, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think I think that's an that's an absolute necessity a necessity cuz like you're saying you always want to kind of go into the thing wondering okay how how cuz they they always set up the the stakes or the difficulty of the task and then you got to wonder like okay how are they going to do this in uh it, um, it, just think about fast five like uh, driving with the vault that's exactly what i was gonna i am sorry <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say in in fast five there's them literally dragging out the the vault out of the actual place which is a very i mean usually they steal what's in the vault not the actual vault and get away with that in uh in intended to make a distraction they crash a plane into a building and <laughs> it's <laughs> that'll do the really, trick <laughs> yeah in uh oh, oh yeah uh not not necessarily a highest movie but in in fast and the furious when they're trying to steal the the codes in rogue nation when uh that wait whole, wait wait say that sentence again why because you said Fast and Furious Rogue oh, Nation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did I say Fast and Furious Rogue Nation? <laughs> yeah. Oh my word, sorry. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Um, there's that uh, There's that whole water... I mean, every Mission Impossible has a heist within it. Yeah, I didn't which, actually think about which that. I, which I absolutely love. But uh, if I have to choose one, I would say the one where... The one where Tom Cruise has to do the whole water, the whole water stunt to switch out the the discs so that uh simon Pegg can get through um the surveillance or whatever that whole that whole sequence is is pretty crazy 
Oh yeah, the way they at the beginning of the Italian job, the way they get the safe out of the building, and I mean it comes in again at the end of the at the end of the movie, but literally to they they basically do the same thing as uh, or a similar thing, a similar tactic as what they do in in Fast Five, which is the actually removing the safe from within the room because they just like line the the floors with explosives. So that it's in Venice, so they line the floors with explosives and they blow the safe out out of the building into the water and then they open the safe while it's underwater and they have a whole decoy tactic it's pretty it's pretty crazy part the classic mission impossible thing where tom cruise goes down with the rope and there's pressure sensors on the ground oh yeah, yeah. classic classic heist things man and then also um in in oceans 11 there's a there's like a flip that the that yen has to do from one side of the from one side of the safe to the other side of the safe, that's the flip that I was that I was talking about. But that's like a, a crazy gymnastics thing that it's just like, is he gonna manage how to manage to do this whole thing? But yeah. Anyway, so the point is, there has to be outrageous stunts. And yeah. Okay, and since uh, I now realize it, it works better if we talk about the movies while we're talking about the points. Yeah. Let's quickly backtrack to characters again. And uh, let me mention one of my favorite uh, heist movies, which I don't believe you've seen. Uh, and it's also a remake, So, and a lot of people say they prefer the original. I have not seen the original, which is uh, something I usually like to do, is watch the originals as well. But I did not see the original, and I really enjoy the remake, uh, which a lot of people don't. So I guess I'm in the minority. Uh, it's called The Lady Killers, and it is directed by the Coen brothers. Okay. And uh, it has characters played by such great names such as America's favorite Tom Hanks, Marlon Wayans, oh. and J.K. Simmons. Hey. What? Need I say more? Don't you just automatically already want to watch this movie? Yeah, seems pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, and it's basically um, these people who want to uh, heist a, heist a, <laughs> rob a, um, a casino, so they do it through an old lady's house, and then they go downstairs there, and yeah, it's it's really fun. The, it has the classic uh, Coen Brothers comedy. It's a bit more um, broad, I would say, a bit more broad comedy than the Coen Brothers usually do, but it's a heist movie, so you would expect that mm. and yeah it's really fun and yeah so that's that's a quick thing on the characters i mean was there something specific you wanted to say about the characters or were you just saying uh, that, i just remember really, really enjoying the characters like they just have great interactions i wanted to rewatch it before this but i couldn't so i didn't highlight any specific interaction okay. unfortunately <laughs> all right uh for me um oceans the ocean series and yes. their their ensemble is just absolutely untouchable i want to knew you were going to talk about <laughs> oh yeah obviously this i mean i've cost. already mentioned oceans like, yeah twice <laughs> but like uh george clooney brad pitt matt damon bernie mac julia roberts don Cheadle, uh casey affleck's even in there i was like ah, oh interesting when i was re-watching it i think it was last year or whatever because i didn't know casey affleck until like two years ago or three years ago and then it's like oh okay he's actually he's actually in this so yeah man the and the 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 banter 
between them all, like the banter between uh, Brad Pitt and and Clooney is already great. But then because uh, Matt Damon's character in this wants to take more of a like leadership role in the planning and uh, both in eleven and twelve, because he's like un- unexperienced in eleven, and then he wants to kind of be more senior in twelve. They kind of like just take him for a ride, like you know how like. You know how seniors in in say high school or university or whatever would just mess around with the with the juniors and just play pranks yeah. and them or whatever. They pretty much do that to to match them. Just ribbing on each other. Yeah, it's actually it's uh, it's hilarious. There's like this part where they literally just they. I, I never mind, but <laughs> just say it, say it. No, there's so there's this part where they where they have to go into this meeting with this guy in in uh, in twelve, and he's supposed to give them a job, and they say, okay, yo, this guy he has like his own language, you know. Uh, when you go in there, you gotta you gotta be very specific, you know, and you just don't anger him or whatever. And then they go in there, and this guy like is telling a story or whatever, and they all laugh, right? And, and then at the end of it, uh, he says something that sounds very more metaphorical. And it's like, what the flip did he just say? And then George Clooney says something. And then they all like, it says something also crazy metaphorical. And then they all look at each other. And then they're all like laugh or smile or nod or whatever. And they look at Matt Damon. And Matt Damon's like given like a very nothing kind of expression trying to fit in or whatever. Then Brad Pitt does the same thing. And then when it's Matt Damon's turn, he like recites a poem because like he clearly doesn't know what the hell is going on and then Bradford and George Clooney take him outside uh, outside of the building where they were talking to the guy and they're like dude you totally messed up in there you you, you called his niece a whore <laughs> and, and then, and then uh, Bradford is like yeah and she's currently in hospital with the leukemia or something, something like that yeah. it's like what the f- and they're obviously just screwing around but it's like just the little just the little random things like that just in scattered in the in in the dialogue throughout the oceans throughout the oceans movies just make it like amazing for me like (laughs) yeah it's it's a really fun watch always yeah always 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 um and then in in inception the ensemble is just crazy just which good. yeah it's i no- keep on forgetting uh, inception can be seen as a heist movie yep i did not i keep on forgetting it just doesn't feel like your normal heist movie it's which is part of what i love about it yes but anyway inception is more of a serious movie it's less of like the fun kind of heist movie but it's still uh, it's still considered a great heist movie but there the ensemble is crazy we got uh leo we got Jose, joseph gordon levitt uh, Elliot Page, uh, Tom Hardy, yeah, Cillian Murphy is also in there. Marion Cotillard, Cot, Elard, Cotillard. I think Cotillard. I think it's one of those okay. so that has like time. an added thing that's not written down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Ken Watanabe. It's uh It's yeah. The the cast there also also really great. Uh, the banter between Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Tom Hardy, I love throughout because they're kind of they're kind of at, they're like kind of opposite kind of characters. So, and it's one of the few times I can somewhat make out what Tom Hardy says in a movie. <laughs> in a movie, yeah. <laughs> one of the few times he has no mask on, although, although that's not entirely true because some in the dream he acts as someone else, and then he's not actually him; he's someone else to the other people in the dream. So, that could be considered a mask too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're getting very existential here. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and then in uh, in Guy Ritchie's 
lock stock and two smoking barrels basically we have a bunch of different parties who who are just they kind of they kind of have group personalities actually now that i think about it um i mean each of the characters are distinct in their own way but they kind of the way they interact is uh, almost based on like how the the status of the groups themselves and their and the different goals throughout the movie i also find that pretty interesting mm. it's not very often we have a heist movie that has um that has multiple groups working against each other Ocean's 12 it's gives us that, but I will, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, speaking of characters, since we're, we can really go into basically all of the heist movies with this category, <laughs> but Bottle Rocket as well, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, uh, oh, man, forgot the director's name for a second. There. Wes Anderson. Yeah, it's a Wes Anderson movie, so you just know it's going to be weird, quirky uh, characters. And that just really works for for this type of movie even though a lot of the movie isn't actually a heist movie it yeah it uh, throws in a heist uh, there at the end but it's always um mentioned uh, periodically through the throughout the movie but i would still categorize it as a heist movie uh and it's yeah fun characters and also uh, speaking of uh categorizing heist movies would you categorize uh, reservoir dogs as a heist movie um i I, I almost want to say Reservoir Dogs is more of a heist movie than uh, Bottle Rocket, but <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know why that is. I think that's... I guess that's just because Reservoir Dogs feels like it... Everything about it is about the heist, except yeah. it doesn't show the heist. Yeah. It, where Bottle Rocket... It's about a it, lot more things It's about just uh, a lot of things, and Even. then kind of the heist is incidental in the whole story it actually wants to tell and there's more than one heist in bottle rocket but it's still oh yeah like <laughs> there, there is actually huh yeah i yeah <laughs> i mean the one is just a robbery really but <laughs> i mean but the, the last heist, time if you think about one. it what is a heist if not a robbery it's a grand robbery a heist is a grand robbery in this in the case of cinema yeah yeah what's your what's your next point um well this one actually um, also uh, falls in line with the interesting characters um, where the, my next point is you want the robbers to win and usually if the characters are compelling and you see w uh, why they uh, want to do the heist or they are just really compelling characters yeah then you want them to wait, wait, wait. pull off the heist is, is your point that a good film will make us want the robbers to win or are you saying a good a good heist film has the robbers win in the end um what i am saying is uh just to uh, to pull you along the narrative you would usually want the robbers to win so okay. a good movie would make you want the robbers to win okay um, it there's of, of course uh, exceptions uh, i can't think of any now but they would be <laughs> but uh but yeah i would say as a general rule uh, you would want the because in the uh, heist movies the the robbers are the protagonists and usually the protagonist protagonists the protagonists are the good guys in the movie and you want them to win the, usually yeah. Mm. yeah. Anything you want to add to that, or not really? Uh, I guess my next point is sort of is sort of linked to that. In that, I was gonna say, 
um yeah i mean it is pretty linked to that actually is that i was just gonna say that we we want to understand what the what the stakes are for the for the robbers going into the going into the whole robbery like we want there to be relatively high stakes in in inception i mean not necessarily high stakes but compelling stakes in it because in, in inception it's the whole uh, leo wants to get back into america to to be with these kids and he can't do that unless he helps saito with this job in um in oceans we don't really have that much of a <laughs> that much of a reason except for they like robbing and this guy kind of wants to get back at the at the man who stole his wife i mean, what stole yeah. his wife but not kind of not really stole his wife but is is a contributing factor to why they broke up uh yeah i would say that one falls into the category of you usually uh, in a lot of the ice movies you want the robbers to win just because they are such cool slick quirky interesting characters and it's kind of like they always win so you kind of just want to see how they succeed just because they are who they are mm. they don't necessarily need a reason or that's how i see those ones at least which ones uh, like the oceans movies it's because they don't necessarily need to pull off the the heist no, in twelve they have to. Otherwise, oh, yeah. they'll be killed. <laughs> yeah, the, the, <laughs> they'll I, be killed from the guy they robbed in the first one. Okay, true. I was thinking more about the first one now. Yeah, yeah, it's and in Italian job, they're getting back at the guy who killed their boss in the first, at the beginning. Yeah, which um, I talked about the Lady Killers being a remake, so I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Italian job is the one we're talking about is the newer one, which is the remake. Uh, I haven't seen the original either. Don't know about you. No. I feel like people would have assumed we're talking about the remake, right? Uh, they would have assumed, I mean, but... Ocean's Eleven, I'm talking about the remake, just in case I didn't know. Is there an that. original? Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, it is. there is. Oh, okay. We, we talked about it when we were saying we should watch the originals. I even mentioned Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah, you did. It's just, for some reason, the, the remake is so iconic. It, it just keeps on... The original one keeps on slipping my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, with... Uh, with Italian job, it's yeah. I don't know. Uh, people would assume the uh, we're talking about the remake, but you know, there yeah. might be some people. Yeah. So, especially since I mentioned the Lady Killers, the original one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to let people know. Sorry. Continue with your point. No, I don't really have really have much more than that to say. Uh, do you want to say your next, or should I say mine? Uh, you can say your next because my next one is actually basically one we've said already just in a different word yeah you might as well say it <laughs> yeah since i said it now um mine was uh, exciting so that falls with the set pieces and fun oh okay yeah yeah you definitely don't want a boring high school movie yeah <laughs> that would be like we said boring yeah interestingly enough um I mean, there's, there's. I feel like there's many things that can make a heist heist movie boring. I, if you're not into Wes Anderson's movies and you went in there wanting a typical heist movie, you would be. You might find yourself bored by um, Bottle, Rocket. Bottle Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, I think a lot of a lot of what makes cinema more interesting than regular life is the fact that it goes faster than than regular life does. But uh, the the specific reason I bring that up is that with heist movies, that doesn't actually have to be the case because with money heist, the thing goes hour by hour and it is still incredibly engaging the whole way through. So it's not even, 
it's not even like it's speeding us through a lot of what's happening just because i mean it is speeding us a little bit through uh, through what's happening but not not as much as a typical heist movie which will have you play through maybe a month in the in the span of the movie whereas in money heist you'll go through two hours in an in an episode or something like that um yeah which i still haven't seen it's apparently a really excellent series so it's definitely i should have actually started watching it before this it is an amazing series the amount of detail that they that they go into in the film is i mean in the in the series is is pretty good and yeah i mean it's it's just what, a really well thought through heist what type of heist is it what do they rob they rob a um a mint basically a, what? a mint where they print money oh mint okay yeah because i also have another movie here um because um just talking about the name money heist made me think about this uh and it's another one that i'm unsure if it counts as a heist movie and it's called Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino. And it's basically about a bank robbery. It's so with a bank robbery, like the whole movie being a bank robbery, being taken place. Would you see that as a heist movie or not really? Who, I mean, it sounds like a heist movie. Who are the protagonists? Oh, uh, the robbers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, I was just wondering because the movie starts with the bank getting uh, robbed and then with them taking hostages and then this it's actually more like a hostage situation with the police outside and then them trying to get their way um the robbers trying to get their way uh while they have their hostages but it's oh oh it's one of my favorite movies so even if it uh, doesn't count as a heist movie uh, do check that one out because it's so is oh so the robbers Oh, so the robber's way of getting what they want is not through some clever plan. It's through talking to the police and using Yes, hostages. that's why I would say it's not necessarily a heist movie. Yeah, you see. So Money Heist has a has an element of that because they rob a mint while people, while people are actually in there. So they do take hostages, but the way it's planned out is so meticulous that you couldn't not call it a heist movie the way it's done. Um and it's in the name as well so i mean <laughs> yeah so that definitely that definitely makes it the highest movie also uh inside man uh directed by i think that's directed by spike lee actually um oh. is there there's also wait am i thinking of the right movie yes i am there's also sort of like a hostage situation in that one but that would also would also kind of be a heist movie it's not a typical heist movie in that we don't see the pre-planning and we don't see the 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 full heist well we see the heist happen but you know we don't see the whole pre-planning process we kind of get that um towards the end but uh yeah i would still kind of consider it a heist movie okay um a new point yeah you i i would say that it's also very as much as important as it is to have extremely exciting things it's extremely important to have moments of of sort of more silent tension so moments like uh you so you have your big set pieces like in tenet where a plane crashes into a building but then you also have your more 
your more low key set pieces where where like like the whole the whole Tom Cruise coming down on a on a rope thing where you're wondering oh is he gonna is he gonna go too low you know you know that what's about to happen right now um, requires intense precision there's a, there's this moment in Italian actually wait am I gonna talk oh no okay there's this moment in in Ocean's Eleven where where Yen is setting up the explosives at the oh there's actually there's okay wait where Yen is setting up the explosives <laughs> by the by the safe and because he has bandages on from a mishap that happened um, earlier in the movie he gets like his hand pretty much stuck on the safe and they don't really have any way to communicate they just have their their timing so he's kind of stuck in there and then brad and george are on the other side literally trying to blow the safe while yen is still trying to get his hand away from there because he's meant to go to the other side of the safe while they explode while they actually blow the thing up and in that moment you're wondering oh snap, are they actually gonna like <laughs> blow this guy up and uh <laughs> in italian jobs something like that actually also happens when they're setting up the explosives for the for what uh, for what the heist actually becomes under the when they're setting up the explosives under the road and there's a there's a moment where he where most Def's character has to put up uh, a whole bunch of explosives and it's like they uh, so it's like this whole like set up montage and then there's like just this moment where it's like and he because he has to put in this this uh, I mean it's just like a random moment of pause where it's like he has to put this final component into this other component and if he it up him and uh what's that guy in the that guy who's in m night Sh- Shyamalan's movie uh, 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 uh mark, mark Wahlberg. yeah uh, oh if I he ended up not helping i <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait so if most death messes up this this last little component or whatever him and mark Wahlberg are, are gonna go and then the movie and then it continues to pause for a couple of seconds and then most is like i love you man <laughs> 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 and it's just I mean it's just like a little a little thing but I, I feel like when you have when you have moments like that it mm. it just kind of also it, it adds to it because you can't just have uh, high octane the whole time you can't have that the whole time there has to be like your sneaking because scenes that's just not how the human body works you can't be excited and wound up for a whole movie you'll get bored of that feeling and exactly. it'll become normal yeah exactly sometimes you need a little bit more of like a of uh, a low let's a, call it a break yeah a, yeah but i mean but this isn't yeah, really it's a not break. a break it's, it's a, not break a break from high octane i, I yeah. was gonna say it's more of a low rumble of anxiety because yeah. something something else can happen and it's i like would say ins- a classic scene uh, but, but this isn't from a specific movie but it's kind of a, a tropey scene that uh, that's always that i always enjoy is the classic um uh, lock picking a safe or uh, yeah. turning that dial and then you exactly. see the police coming closer and you mm-hmm. just see the guy slowly trying to uh, figure it out and then the police come closer and he's still uh, figuring it out you see them come closer and then it's like oh is he gonna make it is are they gonna catch him and then the police poof, burst into the building and, and you just you see, see the an open room. swave kind of just like yeah. slowly swinging closed or yeah. open and an empty room open window yeah good fun Good, great stuff, great stuff. There literally is, there actually literally are two moments like that in in uh, in Italian job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the beginning when they're underwater, and then later on when uh, where they almost like crack and break the safe, um, and they gotta like do the whole thing 
holding manually which actually brings me into my next point do you have another another point or can i can oh, i go, 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 go for it yeah i was gonna say there always has to be some some unmanageable mess up or a chaos factor something that that just goes wrong during the heist that means that they can't go through with their plan the yeah, one they had showed us before make them improvise a bit exactly yeah so in italian job it is that moment where where they open they open the they get a hold of the truck they open the truck and then they see that the guy actually switched safes so it's not one that they're actually prepared for then they try and drill through it and then the, there's like a layer of glass in between it where if it cracks then steel rods uh, um pretty much shut the safe and there's no way to open it in the amount of time that they have and then the um Charlize Theron's character actually ends up having to do the whole safe opening thing manually I mean by touch so that's like just something that happens that completely that completely throws them off in uh in Reservoir Dogs it's yeah. the whole movie the whole movie <laughs> is the thing that got, went wrong yeah hey. <laughs> um in in Ocean's 12 it's when when they're doing the the one con and the and Julia Roberts is pretending to be Julia Roberts, <laughs> which <laughs> and like Julia Roberts' character is pretending to be the actual Julia Roberts. Yeah, and that's fun. Oh, I love that. It's just things like that that are just so absurd but so brilliant. But anyway, Bruce Willis is the. That is just the chaos feels factor. like a George Clooney joke. Like I feel like he wrote that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just brilliant. I love that guy. Kind of thing man but anyway um the the chaos factor then is bruce willis because bruce willis walks in and he's bruce willis as bruce willis and then um he he's having this whole conversation with julia roberts and now her character um i forget her first okay whatever. that's fine her, char- her, her character, character has to has to now pretend like they actually know each other and they gotta talk about all these things. And it's really funny because the character is actually freaking out that she's talking to Bruce Willis because she's a fan, but then at the same time she's acting like Julia Roberts. It's really the the whole thing is just it's chaotic and it's it's random. It's all over the place, and I absolutely absolutely love it. So some, yeah, I mean, so some of the things are. Uh, are pretty crazy, but then you get something like Ocean's Eleven, which just I mean Ocean's Twelve, which just gives you. This gives you something random yeah. and really and, out there. And then you also get some uh, movies, uh, like the one we watched uh, a, a week ago called Thief, where nothing actually went wrong. You yeah. would, you, you're just waiting and thinking, oh, what's going to go wrong? And then the heist just kind of finishes and it's done. And then the twist is more that um, you get screwed over or something by your employers or something. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't actually like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's I, I want. I'm not saying I necessarily want. No, I want there to be conflict within the heist, you know, mm. um, uh, as part or within the planning process. Uh, in, in Italian job, they plan their entire, they plan their entire heist on a specific night, and then something goes wrong, and they can't do it on that night, and then they have to, and then everything starts getting shifted around and literally the whole planning process that we had just seen completely gets scrapped and they have to make a whole new heist which they pretty much kind of reveal to us as it's as it's happening um, yeah which was uh, something that kind of annoyed me because a lot of the movie was about that car doing that turn doing that lap in a quick way uh you are thinking of uh fast and the furious no no, because, because no, no, there is a no, there's, there, there, no, no, there there's is a Italian, scene, but no, it, in Italian job, it's not the quick turn. 
there is a whole car thing. There yeah, is, I forgot exactly what it is, but then Boston it the just gets scrapped. Thing. It does. It does. Yeah, it does pretty is much this, get scrapped. The driving, is this Italian job or Fast and Furious where it gets scrapped or both? Both of them it gets scrapped. Yeah, and it's... Uh, I can't remember which one, but one of those, it spends quite a lot of screen time about uh, with the they people spend, trying to get it right. And then it's like this whole thing and it's like, oh, finally, this is going to look great. And then it just doesn't happen. Nah, in, in Italian job, it's like a five minute sequence in, in Fast and the Furious. I think it's like maybe 10, 15 minutes because they have to try and get this in a specific time to miss the cameras. Yeah, yeah, um, it's Fast and Furious. I'm but the thing about Fast and the Furious is it's about seeing cars drive. Yeah. So but, but I, then, I I I okay, I just don't mind I don't mind it that much. Like I was I was still like, okay, what are, so they have to kind of adapt. Especially considering that is the movie where they ended up doing the safe thing. So it's like they showed us this entire planning process and then something completely messed the whole thing up and then they had to come up with a new plan that they didn't show us at all and then the plan that they showed us was great. Yeah, there's yeah. There's definitely uh uh, arguments for it but I just felt like my time was wasted with the whole beginning <laughs> part thing hey man you gotta but that is actually my feeling with a lot of the Fast and Furious movies because it feels like it's two movies in one every single one of them <laughs> it's just it has it's a whole um, first two acts and then a movie is done and then there's a whole new movie in the third act or like halfway through there's two movies always I can't remember specifically because all of the movies blend into one, so it's like 18 movies stuck in my head. <laughs> uh, I definitely felt like that with Hobbs and Shaw, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I really felt like that with the with the other movies. I think with Fast and the Furious, they really do just try to crank in as many big set pieces. Oh as Oh yeah, they don't can. get me wrong. I really enjoy those movies. They're dumb fun, but yeah, in a structure standpoint it sometimes irks me all right what's your next point it is um a lot of times it has a a fun tone like a a kind of a light-hearted tone it's not a lot that you get a seriousized movie um where usually it's i think it's um a kind of to offset this like almost like the seriousness of being a criminal just kind of because the act itself is already serious so People just don't want to be reminded of reality. They're kind of... It's it's usually a bit more ex- escapist in nature, Yeah. the movies. So are you saying that's part of what makes a, um, a good heist? Are you saying I mean, you prefer, that's more, you prefer that's, that kind of heist movie? Uh, um, not specifically. I'm just... Yeah, this is actually more a trope of heist movies, actually, rather than what makes a great heist movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. I... <laughs> I'm talking about a totally different subject here, <laughs> but that is. But I do enjoy ice movies. The fact that ice movies are very escapist in nature. It's. It's. I mean, it's one of the main reasons people watch movies, and True. I think that's also why heist movies is always a successful genre. Is people know they can uh, go into a heist movie and ha- just have a fun time. Yeah. Uh, oh, for some reason I just thought about Tower Heist. Like that's also <laughs> that's I can't. A, that's yeah. What? No, say what you're gonna say. No, I ca- can't remember much about it because I think last time I saw it was actually at the movies, so at the oh, cinema. Wow. So I just remember when I watched it, it was pretty fun, and there was a lot of uh, setbacks to a previous point uh, uh-huh. that they had to adapt and overcome. So it was uh, I really enjoyed 
like the whole experience and it was it's with Ben Stiller right Ben Stiller Eddie Murphy yeah Casey Affleck's actually in that one too (laughs) so it's always you would always see it's kind of a comedic cast with uh, heist movies and it yeah just to kind of because it's usually light hearted (laughs) yeah yeah what did you want to say I didn't have anything else to is that is that all that is all for now yeah um, I think my my next point is pretty much attached to something we had said before, and that is that I feel like a good a good heist movie has plot twists. Um, I don't, uh, and, and that sense. can be yeah. I'm about yeah. to get. To <laughs> yeah, no, I, I <laughs> that, just wanted that to can be, that can let be, them hear my voice. <laughs> <laughs> that can be in the sense of just the the complications that we were saying before, which isn't really plot twists as much as it is just uh, yeah, uh, plot yeah. uh, plot swivels and that sort of thing. But sometimes, sometimes it is nice as the audience to be to also be conned. <laughs> if you know what I mean, you know yeah. we're, we're led to believe one thing, my, like the people who are being swindled, and then later they reveal to us, oh no, in fact this is what actually happened. This is this is the way it really it really went down. Um, Oceans, ah oh, damn it, what's this, bro? Uh, Oceans Eleven had a great reveal at the end. Actually, no, both Oceans Eleven and Twelve had great reveals at the end of them showing us what actually. What actually happened? Um, I mean, thirteen too, but Oceans and Eleven and Twelve I like as as movies as a whole, which is why I'll bring them up. Um, yeah, I, I I always think that's great because, I mean, I just like plot twists just in general. It's always nice to just be to just be you know out, out of the loop a little bit and then see oh okay this is actually this is actually quite clever what they did here. And what I um, always enjoy is a plot twist that is uh, lightly foreshadowed throughout the movie. If you can watch the movie again and kind of with the way the characters act, see, oh no, it was actually, it, it was, it makes sense. You, is that? I don't know if that's as possible. I mean, yeah. What? I don't to, know. to what extent? Because no, just kind I, of. I think it's different from a detective movie where you're like, we want clues scattered across. Yeah, it's all a the bit way. different. A but bit different. I, I think. Okay, I think a, a decent ex- like where I would kind of agree with you is that in. Uh, in in Ocean's Twelve, when they when they do the whole hologram switch thing, there's a scene much earlier in the movie where they where they're talking about the guy that they eventually end up getting that technology from. Before we know that they're actually going to use it, they actually mention it. And then there's I mean there's 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 one or two things that they do that kind of end up making components of that final of that final reveal. And we're like, oh okay, that 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 makes sense. So in that sense, I kind yeah. of I kind of agree. But there's not always a way to be because if they're only yeah, making the plan. And like oh uh, a day before the actual thing there's no way for them to have been foreshadowing the whole way through what's gonna happen in the actual heist oh yeah definitely it's just yeah yeah I, I was more talking about in general because I also can't think of a specific heist movie uh, like a time that it foreshadowed a twist uh, excellently but yeah I guess I'm just not on my groove today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> did you think about the topic before time, Willem? No, of I'm joking. Of course I did. No, I'm joking. I can tell we you run a professional shop here. <laughs> yeah, we always uh, always record on, on schedule, edit on schedule, release on schedule, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everything's, everything's exactly, on schedule. It's everything's on schedule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the, that was that was your next point, right? Do, is there anything else you want to say there, or do I go on to my next one? Uh, you can go on your next one. Okay, my pretty much my last point um, is just an X factor, man. Sometimes it just has to be an X factor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is which is, I mean, that's that's kind of obvious. I mean, you just I, I, I just like because when we're talking about highest movies, we're talking about uh, kind of a very formulaic, it's a very formulaic film, you know. Like, if you have uh, Who Done It, also, there's a very formulaic film. So, I mean, I guess every genre has a formula that's already sort of there, and I think it is on the on the creators of whatever this version of the film to make you know to make it more interesting interesting than usual so i think with oceans 11 their their sort of x factor is literally just their charm and their banter i think with inception it's the fact that it's high concept and it is just some crazy sci-fi it's um, really different yeah some crazy sci-fi thing i think that x factor is very important i don't think I don't really think all. I, I at least let me say for like the very. And Reservoir Dogs is the heist movie without the heist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in in Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, it is this thing of um, it's this thing of different groups. Yeah, different groups just starting with their own stories and then eventually colliding at a point in the film, and then you're just being like, what is what is going on here? Uh, yeah. With Ocean's Twelve. Uh, it's it's the the thieves that we already know going against another extremely skilled thief. I mean, plus there plus the other thing I said before. But I mean, it's not very often we have two two. I mean, in in heist movies, two thieves going for exactly the same thing. Not not at least that I've not at least that I've seen. Um, it's pretty cool to have that competition sort of play out there. Yeah, I, I thought that was very that was that was a very interesting thing that they did. Well, um, this isn't a point, but it is just a thing that we have watched recently that we didn't talk about today, and that is Lupin. Oh yeah, that that was that was great. They yeah, had a heist-like activity in each episode, a lot of swindles, a lot of cons. Yeah, it had roadblocks, it had twists, and the thing is, you think that something bad happened, but then, oh no, it was all according to plan, and then later, oh no, it wasn't actually all according to plan, he just improvised. and. Yep. It's a lot of yeah. It's it's just a lot of fun, and also it is serious as well. So don't think it's just uh, sunshine and roses. So it has serious components too. It has a lot of heart, and yeah, and it's a foreign movie or series as well. I I don't know why. I guess I'm just a movie or a film snob, and I feel like foreign things are just better. But but it's always it's it just it just adds to the experience always for me for some reason it's it's French for those of you who are confused because we've been talking a lot about American movies those also foreign Um, but Lupin (laughs) isn't French Uh, by by foreign I mean not English (laughs) and just another thing I like about heist movies is the music they always have great they mostly have spy movies have some of the greatest soundtracks oh my word such great music when I watched the Italian job, like for the first time properly, when I was like in high school or whatever, I don't know how long, but I I played I played that score maybe for like a month afterwards, <laughs> and then the same thing when I when I rewatched Oceans properly for the first time, also just kept playing those scores, man. 
yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just, I just love a good heist movie score, you know. Yeah, you love really enjoy story. scores. I usually tend to not remember scores. I just, um, while I'm watching a movie, I enjoy the score, and then it just kind of goes away in my head. So, uh, so the fact that I remember, like a lot of heist movies have uh, great scores, means something because. I usually don't remember at all if a movie has a great score or not. Oh. It's just not one of my the things I remember. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Any any more points on what makes a good or great heist movie? Hmm. I'll just um with the um with the part where we said it has to be fun and stuff. It's always uh, great if it's uh, very stylized. Mm. if it's yeah. just everything about it is slick and and kind of kinetic with the camera movements and yep yeah if the filmic uh, behind it is just yeah excellent <laughs> if it's yeah it's it's just um a lot of the things that happen and the set pieces and the uh movements and the type of things they have to do with the um, lock picking and everything it gives a lot of freedom to do interesting things yeah with what they show and how they show it yeah uh i 100 percent agree i i would categorize that under my um i mean that is a specific point on its own but i i would also add that in with the with the x-factor thing um i i don't know why you didn't actually mention the movie you wanted to mention but baby driver does this very well yes um, oh it's written down here i just um i haven't mentioned it it uh, uh, no no reason no dodgy actors are in that movie not at all <laughs> <laughs> no i think we can mention no i'm joking no the, we, i'm not gonna shoot that movie down because of that because edgar wright is marbay <laughs> No, no, not, no. But yeah, my before anyone else. Director, yeah, that's not weird, right? All right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> say it's not weird. <laughs> say what it is about the style that you like in that, bro. Oh, well, Ooh, with Baby yeah. Driver, every single thing that happens in it is to the beat of a song and of to, of music. Mm-hmm. So, so it, the whole movie is just stylistically impeccable. Yeah. because of it yeah and all of the editing and the cuts and the movements of the actors and of the objects and of everything it's just in sync yeah and yeah anything you want to add i haven't watched baby drive in a while so i don't really have much to to add to that specifically but i will say that i do um what was I gonna say? <laughs> what was I gonna say? I was just gonna bring up oceans again. I was gonna say the style in that is amazing. Just we I, should rather call this um, episode instead of what makes a great ice movie. Just oh, name it oceans. What's great about oceans? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah, I was I was gonna say I just I just love the the style in that the the quick pans the the crash zooms the 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 cool editing when they when they do that um that like panel how to I don't. I guess I'll call it like a cascading panel shift or something like that. I I don't really know if you're that gonna be able to. Very fancy. Yeah, I don't know if you're <laughs> gonna be able to visualize what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I <laughs> but I like it when they do that. I like it when they show scenes where uh, more than one thing happens on on screen. There is a heist-like scene in. Uh, 
Oh, now this I just crossing over to talking about a lot of spy movies, and I don't want to do that because I want to have a whole episode for spy movies too. But in the man, man from Uncle, they also have like a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of parts where more than one thing is happening on screen at a time. Like so, it's not just straight up editing. You know, generally from editing, you cut from one shot to another shot, but instead with these kind of edits, you have. Yeah, uh, split, split screen. screens. Yes, yeah. that's what I. <laughs> it's multi-split yeah. screens. Like I, I love that. Kind not of just thing. between two shots, but three, four, five yeah. different shots, I, and then the new thing just kind of uh, plops into frame, yeah. like uh, moves into frame, and then it just shows all the things. And a lot of times there would be fun lines between yeah. the things. And I absolutely love that sort of thing <laughs> i just i just love that kind of thing uh I, and i think yeah i i i feel like watching oceans like to I, so much of my of my own personal style when it comes to comes to filmmaking editing i and editing i got from i got from watching that um yeah i love that stuff okay okay yeah and also um like with the movie we briefly mentioned earlier, A Thief. So like when he uh, went into lockpick, it kind of went into the lock, uh, kind of to show you the inner workings uh, yeah. while he's doing the thing he does. Uh, that's also always uh, fun to see, just yeah, kind of to see the insides of everything. And yeah. You like to see the insides of everything, huh? Uh, yeah, that's why I'm a fan of horror movies as well (laughs) (laughs) it's messed up man (laughs) uh any other any other points on your side uh no anything you can just think of now because you did say that's your last point earlier but anything new came to mind uh no not necessarily there was just one or two one or two shout outs honorable mentions that i had um I've actually mentioned a lot of these things already. <laughs> oh, a movie we haven't mentioned yet is The Town with uh with Ben Affleck. Oh, I have not seen it. Didn't know it's a heist movie. It is a heist movie and it is it's pretty smart. It's it's realistic. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like <laughs> and like a lot of the other things which okay to be fair, uh could happen, but hey, uh, the, but the way they do it in the town is a lot more a lot more attainable and also they they have this thing where they literally i mean i guess in a lot of in a lot of heist movies we have a lot of costume changes but the way they did it in in the town was just very was very convincing it actually made me think like oh wow this is really clever they might actually fall for this because as in and as part of their heist i think they they come in as security guards or as police officers or something like that and then they leave as like paramedics or something i i I forget the the specifics of it but like they they leave as they come and go as first responders and it works extremely well okay Um, oh yeah i just now thought about this movie but i cannot remember what it's called it's uh, based on a true story and Mm -hmm. it is uh i think it's four students who end up uh i've watched that movie i like it it's called something animals yes um animals i actually was going to bring it up but i hadn't watched it in a long time which is why i didn't want to and i didn't have time to watch it so i didn't actually american animals american animals yes Mm. it's a fantastic movie and it's it's kind of um it's very different from the other ones it's 
yeah it's based on a true story like we said and and it's about students who uh, plan to uh, rob a, a was it a, was it a museum mm-hmm. and um, a library a library and has a they just want a specific book, book of art yeah and yeah it's a also it's also kind of like a biography because um i mean a documentary because they have interviews spliced in between with the actual people right i'm thinking of the right movie right mm, was it with the actual people was it not with the actors acting as the people oh it might have been that as well but it looked like a real interview at least they had real real like interviews in between i'm unsure yeah if it, I, I don't remember it's been a while since i watched it yeah maybe shouldn't talk into t- with too much detail because same with me i just let's just say shout out to it and it's i remember really enjoying it mm. um my next shout out goes to the the dark knight because that opening bank heist is just it's just <laughs> amazing man man he really yeah uh, what i love is the the overlapping betrayals like he got number six to kill number five, number five to kill number four, number four to kill number three, number three to kill number two, and then he just takes out number two and then gets away with all the money by himself. That it's is really that smart. Is, yeah, it is really smart, and that it's great delegation, actually. <laughs> I yeah, the Joker's leadership style. I mean, wow, that is that is immaculate. <laughs> Uh, but just that in general, is, it's a great exactly what you want to hear from a guy who wants to start his own business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that was I thought that was a, a really cool opening to a movie, a great scene, just in general. I mean, great sequence, just in general, man. Any other shout outs on your side? Um, not that I can think of at the moment. I will. No. I'll, I'll shout out the MCU then for having. Uh, a kind of cool scene in Ant-Man having a time heist in Endgame and having not quite a heist but a complex plan that's illegal in Gu- Guardians of the Galaxy okay. uh, it's more of an it's more it's really more of an escape plan but it's kind of like you're stealing yourself out of prison if you want to make <laughs> if you want to go ahead and okay, about well, it a my f- favorite way. heist series Prison Break um it it actually kind of is. Is it a high series? Huh? Hmm? What? I'm asking, is it a high series? Oh, uh, no. It's about breaking out of a prison. Stealing yourself out of a prison, you mean? Uh, yes, sorry. Come on, <laughs> dude. You're talking about heists. <laughs> uh, but, um, what were you busy talking about now? Sorry. No, you said you brought up Prison Break. Yeah, yeah, I was joking. Oh, that was a joke. Okay. Well, I was joking, um, but it does actually, a lot of the planning in that is kind of heist-like, mm. now that I think about it. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite series because I uh, only watched a bit of it, so I haven't finished it. But either way, uh, you were talking about um, the Guardians. Of, oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, you mentioned Ant-Man, but you didn't talk about Ant-Man. Ant-Man, the movie. Ant-Man. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying when I said Ant-Man. No, but you said Ant-Man in Endgame and Ant-Man no, in that. No, no. I was saying Ant-Man, Endgame, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I thought you said Ant-Man in Endgame. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Then then never mind. I said in Endgame, the time heist. Oh, in Endgame, the time. Oh, yes, yes. I... How did you... No, I didn't did really break? know what you said there. Um, and now now it's clicking. 
Now it's yeah. clicking what the time heist is. Uh, it, oh, you mean, <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole time heist thing. What they call a time heist. I mean, you don't. It's heist like. <laughs> it's heist like. Yeah, I just I just thought that that was cool. Um, the Rick and Morty episode where they rip off Ocean's Eleven uh, or Ocean's just in general. Just that was hilarious. Uh, have you did, um, you, watch, did you get to that episode? What season was that? That's the last season. Oh, you? yeah. That's I only watched like two to episodes of the last season. Yeah. Um, so no, they, I did not. Yeah, they had a, they had a whole, a whole ripoff of the, <laughs> of the oceans thing. There was like, there were twists on twists on twists. There was, so there was a, a, there, I think there's like four recruiting scenes in the, in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's like the hell of twist. There's like three different teams that end up going against each other, and it's like, oh no, you were part of this team. Oh no, we're part of that team. Oh no, we're part. Of and of course, the, because it's Rick and Morty, there's some other sci-fi stuff in there. It's just been a while since I watched the scene, so I don't have a lot to say about it. But I thoroughly enjoyed that episode for the way it just completely ripped on all of the tropes of heist movies. Um, I think uh, in that, I think like half of the movie of that script was just people saying, "You son of a bitch, I'm in." <laughs> uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. But yeah. Um you know something that I always uh I mean this really doesn't have anything to do I mean it has something to do with heist, but not necessarily heist movies. But it's very expensive to pull off some of these heists, bruh. Oh yes. Oh my word. I mean, and I used to think about this before, but this was before I I actually really paid attention to when they actually do talk about funding because at the beginning of Ocean's Eleven they do talk about funding the funding the whole project. But I I had only watched Ocean's Twelve at that time when I first thought about this. But like it to and they don't address it at all in the Italian job. <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't address they barely address it in Ocean's Twelve. But we've already addressed it before that, so it's fine. Oh no, they oh that's all actually. Never mind. Ocean's Twelve is all about the fact that they don't really have money, so never mind that. But the point is, it is very expensive to pull to pull yes. together some of these heists. It's crazy. Yep, I mean, you need a lot of times you need the specialized tools and the yeah the other stuff you need. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we and really go in stuff. depth here. Oh, at yeah. Never Cold Cut Podcast. I'm loving how. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Do uh, it. Do it. No, I'm not going to say that. Uh, that will not come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, uh, I guess it's a really bougie off the time activity. Yeah, heisting is a rich man's game. Robbing is a Rob- poor man's game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, is there any other points for them? Um, I'll give you 10 points for a podcast well done. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess we've pretty much already signaled what our favorite heist movies are, but I guess, Willem, you can just give me your top, your top three. Oh dear, I did not know we we're going to do this. Um, that we did, come on, dude. Nah. <laughs> no, we, we no, talked I'm about this. We and we literally said, "Are we gonna make a top five, a top three? Hey, I say, girl, this what? is a bit. This is oh, uh, what? Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. Do your bit then. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine. I ruined it by saying it's a bit, but you got really passionate there. <laughs> I I thought I should stop it before you get like re- actually upset. <laughs> no, I was pretty much done with my with my rant anyway. But yeah, 
So what do you Okay, uh, from what I remember, from what I've seen about all of these movies, um, I actually really enjoyed... Um, yeah, it, my top three is, I would say, let's do it in a weird order. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'll do number three first. Uh, number three is The Lady Killers. All right. And number two is Baby Driver. Number Okay. Look. And number one, if it counts as a heist movie which I don't know if it does, is Dog Day Afternoon. And <laughs> you made it your number one. <laughs> yeah, but it's my favorite movie of the three. Okay. <laughs> so fair, enough. I, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, my, my top three are lo- number three, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, number two. That one might might be my number three as well. Uh, let's just say it's number four. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is Inception. Yeah, I, when I made this list, I didn't even think about Inception as a as a heist movie. Oh yeah, that is that is definitely a heist movie. <laughs> <laughs> there is no, I would yeah, say. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah, arguing the yeah. fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't saying you're arguing the fact. I'm just saying for anyone out there who's confused, there's li- almost no argument that you can say that it's not a heist movie because it it pretty much just adds a sci-fi concept on top of the heist template, which is, I mean, which is an ex- like uh, an extreme over uh, simplification of the plot. But it, it, I mean, if you look at it, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, and my number, my my, I'm gonna cheat again as I always do. My joint number Ocean's one is Ocean's and Eleven and Twelve. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't appreciate you taking away my reveal from me, but uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry, man. All of the listeners were so on the edge of their seats. They, yeah, they, all, they had no idea. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Willem. Uh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Ocean's Eleven and Twelve, man. <laughs> some great, some great stuff. Some great movies. Yeah, um, I would have probably they might be um higher on my list if I have rewatched them recently, mm. but I haven't seen them in. Wow, it's been years. <laughs> I really should rewatch them. Should have rewatched them, but hey, here we are. Yeah, we are. And I haven't rewatched them, so what Don't you gonna do? Them. This is only our part one of talking about heist movies. We're, oh, we're definitely gonna we're talk gonna, about it again in the future somewhere. We're definitely gonna revisit this in like a week. No, I'm joking. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, when we when we do the 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 whole remakes evaluation thing, we'll come back to some of the heist movies because we'll actually watch the original Italian Job and the original Ocean's Eleven and the original, and the original Lady Killers. There we go. Lady Killers. And he'll watch the remake as well because yeah. he hasn't seen the remake. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah. Are we putting that in a box and calling it a d- uh, d- uh, done? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, are we going to um, uh, put it in a box, kick it out the house, and say it's finished? That works better, right? Yeah, you're getting closer. You're getting closer. Do you want to try? Do you want to go for a third swing or? Um, <laughs> no. Nah, if I go for a third swing and it misses, then I'm then I'm out. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. That's the first line we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this has been the Never Call Cut podcast and uh, cut. Ah. Uh,
come on, dude. Oh, 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 no. Um, yeah, come on. Uh, how, how could you? I've been, I am. <laughs> and I am Willem van der Merwe. And uh, thank you for listening to this podcast, man. Yeah, it's it's been nice. It's been lovely having you listen to us. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, now go watch some movies. and uh, Enjoy life. And tell us what you think about them in the comments below. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And, and spread some joy, people. Yeah, man. Ha- have some joy. Spread love. Stay blessed. Much love. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> Did you just stop your recording yes why i thought we were done how could we be done we're never done we never call cut